Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spidey Dude Experience. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood host and webmaster of spidey-dude.com. This is the audio version of the Spidey Dude Experience. If you haven't checked this out on our YouTube page, I highly encourage you to do so. Go to youtube.com, just search for Spidey Dude Radio Network, and you'll be able to find us there very easily. Thanks for listening if you're an audio listener, but be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And coming soon, we'll be all on Amazon Music Podcasts, so you can use us there. So, also, I want to give a shout-out to our friend of the website, and he's our Patreon member, Vinkman. Now, our Patreon page is designed to help out our website and help bring in more great content, be able to upgrade equipment and be able to bring better features to our various shows. So, check out those shows if you haven't already. Go to spidey-dude.com. You can find them all there, but also you can find them on your favorite podcasting platforms, like the aforementioned three that I made. You can all you can listen to stuff like ASM Classics, which is about to have its season two debut later on this year. Make My Mayday, which is another weekly show here on the Spidey Dude Network. Clone Saga Chronicles, the uh, the comprehensive Clone Saga podcast, and Spectacular Radio, a podcast wholly devoted to the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. We are about to wrap those last two up, and later on this year we'll have a new show called The Forgotten. That'll be debuting, as well as other shows that are related to our network, such as The Broken Rider Variety Hour, and that's already out. You can find it on Twitch at uh, twitch.com slash coolsniv. Links will be up on spray-do.com. As well as Voices from the Eerie, a Gargoyles podcast. You'll learn more about that in the final episode of Spectacular Radio. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Spidey Radio, Facebook at Spidey Dude Network, as well as the same thing on Instagram. So thanks for listening, and if we make some mentions of various things that are on the screen because we did these live-streamed, uh, please excuse those as we will have some visual aids and visual references. So with that, I turn it over to myself. We'll see you at the end of this very episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the last Spidey Dude experience for 2020. And I am so excited to have back my favorite three pals. First up, his name is P. Thuggin in the house. Oh, hi. I didn't know I was first. I wish you would have told me that. Hi. Hi, Zach. Zach, your, your beard, your lack of beard is wigging me out right now, man. I don't want to talk about it. Can you, just, can you just express to us what happened? Did you just, did it? Zzz. I was trimming my beard. Oh, okay. I've been here. I've been here. And Waylon does not like the sound of the beard. Oh, no. And he Waylon bumped into you? bumped into me as I was trimming the beard. And so I went, zzz. so I had to go tea. And Sarah hated it. And so she just said, share it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome. Clone free zone. Wow. Wow. Well, I can sympathize. I, I have, I have, I have liked the facial hair myself. 
And so I have de- I'm, I've definitely uh, trimmed too close and I've had to like just get the sideburns and I'm it's a yeah, I've been there. I've been there, my friend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. This will be the last time that I'm beardless. Let's put it that way. Next up. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. It's just, just, you know, I, 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 I don't, I haven't been this. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is Kindred's true identity. It's me. It's me guys. I'm Kindred. I'm LARPing tonight, baby. LARPing? LARPing. You know, LARPing. live action role play. Oh, action oh, oh, oh. Okay. That's right. All right, guys, clone free. Guys, sins are happening tonight, boys. Sins are happening. Oh, God. <laughs> that is but, on, on. Finally, we have our. <laughs> Let me get my our, belt. Then I'll our, really be kindred. Our, our last contestant is uh, Adam.LR. Yes. Um, that was a nice intro, Zach. Very kind of you to say about all three of us. Um, yes. The beard is missed, but, you know, it, it will be back. With a vengeance in 2021, I assume. Zach's beard will return in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> That's not yes, well. Yeah, that is true. We got six people watching right now. Six good. people. Six old people watching right now. So uh, I'm going to try to like, tweet it out. If you Do you already uh, post it or anything? I can I can uh, fix it on the Twitter thing. I, I would <laughs> like that so that I can post it to my, my homies out there. Twi- doggy, I saw the doggy. Hi, doggy. What the hell smell is oh. that? No, <laughs> no, no. That's a no from me, dog. That's a that's a not from me, Chief. Are we gonna talk about like anything we've we've gotten comic wise at all? Yeah, yeah. We're so gonna... so uh, yeah. Start talking amongst yourselves. I'm trying. Oh, to I will. Yeah. Don't so, worry. So okay, so. Two two announcements came out this past uh, week that have oh, yeah. me somewhat excited. So the first is that the Silk book that was announced back last year or this year earlier, but got pushed back till like next. It is it's solicited for March twenty twenty one, and then our boy Thor's is getting oh. his own mini series, Beta Ray Bill mini baby. Let's go. R.I.P. Zach's beard. Vinkman says also hi Sarah. She just literally walked out the room. So. Uh, yeah, so this week I've got um, the originals uh, by Dave Gibbons. I'm not sure if he has no who Gabe, Dave Gibbons is, but he's Watchmen Man, yeah, yeah. This is uh, about uh, mods from the 60s. If you guys don't know what mods are, yeah. look it up. But anyway, I, I like a lot of mod music, who the action. Uh, Adam might even know. Adam's a, a music person like me. So anyway, uh, apparently I was I read, I'm doing some research on Gibbons because he's a genius uh, illustrator and a solid writer. Oh, he's not you know obviously top tier, but he's solid. He's solid. He wrote Batman versus Predator first, and it's a pretty damn good book. Ain't gonna lie. Um, this art is gorgeous, and um, he grew up mod apparently. So like this is kind of like an homage to him back in the day, and like kind of like the pros and cons of being mod back. I don't know. It's kind of like a science fiction tale. Anyway, it's from Ver- cool. it's from Vertigo. It's the originals. It's Dave Gibbons. It's you know be rad. But bringing it back to Marvel because this is technically kind of a Marvel show since it's about Spider Man, right? Uh, yeah. I got this at the comic ship store. I'm pretty stoked. Kirby oh, 100. Hey. Hell yeah! Oh nice. This thing was out of print, and I was like, Oh hell yeah, I love that. Just, yeah, I was just like, whatever. And, was that like an impulse buy for you, or did oh, you just no. go right for it? No, I was just kind of perusing around. I didn't realize what it was um, a couple weeks ago. I had, I love these books by um called the uh, Tomorrow's Publishing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they have great stuff. They have a great one on Sal Buscema. Yep. I, I, I've been collecting a crap. Oh, what's that? Is that it? 
What's that? What you got there, Zach? Got something? Yeah. Is it well? And I took really, off my really headphones. Quick, yeah. So really quick, I just want to say that this is uh yeah tomorrow's uh this is Kirby 100, and it's 100 creators on Kirby himself and this oh, is their nice. favorite Kirby stuff. So it's got like literally everyone: John Romita Senior, Kelly Jones, Adam Hughes. Uh, you know, I mean, it's got tons and tons of crap in here. It's amazing. <laughs> and so, anyway, I'm I'm excited to go through it. Um, yeah, the art. Yeah, it, I, I love tomorrow's publishing. They're, they're great. So anyway, I, I put this up. I, it's kind of reminds me of the was it the Marvel monographs that they've been doing at Marvel for the uh pub for like artist showcase. Oh yeah, they, they yeah. had they had one scheduled for uh, Stuart Immonen, and mm. then they canceled it and. Muhammad mm. sent that to me. He, uh, for those of you who don't know, Muhammad is my information, my information barterer. And um, ah. so, sometimes, yeah. sometimes the information is good. Sometimes the information is like, Mo, what, why? Yeah. <laughs> but but he sent me info that the Stuart Immonen Marvel monograph is canceled, and I literally threw something in anger. Oh man, <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's a great artist. What? This is this is the book, the Kirby book that I got called Marvel Legacy of Jack Kirby, and it was it's from uh, 2012, I think. Who put it out? Is it Titan? Uh, this was... I think it was Marvel going off of the cover. I thought I saw the Marvel logo on it. It's got well, Marvel. yeah, but it's... it's um, But Marvel doesn't produce that themselves, though, usually, right? Or no, like that. this is... This or is DK a, or something like that? It was DK, I think. Yeah, I thought it was DK. And DK yeah. is solid, though. I ain't, gonna, I ain't no shit on DK. Uh, yeah. So they, they... This is from... Sure. Uh, 2015. So it's five years old, but... I got it for a really good price. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh yeah, dude. I, I do. I eat that stuff up. I'm all. I'm all about history. I love. Oh yeah. History. And Paul, so, put your hood up. You have a hood on, right? Oh yeah. We're, we're we're hold on. Yeah, we're we're hood bros now. Hold on, uh, Adam. Where you at, bro? Come on. Get your hood. Um. All right. <laughs> I, I, I I dig I dig the tie though. Oh yeah. I I just I haven't changed from work. I'm just been like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. So you, you look like you're trying to sell me a used car. Uh, pretty much. Hello, sir. I, my name My name is Neil, and I work with uh, AT and T to sell you cable. Yeah. No, I almost got I almost got roped into one of the one of the third parties who do that, and mm. it was the biggest bullet I ever dodged. I'm not gonna uh, lie. Yeah, dude, you dodged. we are gonna cover some issues tonight, but there was one thing that I wanted to talk about, and Paul, you missed this because you got here so freaking late. What um, we got said six thirty. Yeah, but oh, well, I got here at seven thirty. Yeah. Uh, our time. I got a baby, dude. I got to tell my baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll give you over I, you guys. Sorry. That's hey. what you get for being a parent. Hey, the years. Buddy, buddy, just just drink it in. That's all I'm saying. I, dude, did I, did I tell you guys to wait for me? I did. I was like, dude, I'm hanging on my well, it's fine. It's fine. So so one of the things I do want to talk about is because we kind of alluded to this a little bit last, last week and last episode. And it's it's this it's this notion that Anybody can be a reporter, right? With unnamed bleeping sources. Sure. It's CBR. What do you expect? Right. So I'm using, oh, we're not going to talk just about CBR. We have a few other people we want to talk about, but these I, are the chief. These are the chief. First, I want to talk about Collider because Collider. <laughs> this. These are the guys that are like, oh yeah, they're bringing back Molina. Um, <laughs> See what was it about you, Paul? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you say? No, Zach no longer has a beard, but Paul still has his werewolf mutton chops. Oh, Professor Loop, Professor Lupin represent. Yeah, I, like I, I think we like that. I like. I actually like that a lot. 
Uh, so See, getting, really quick, I'm getting emperor vibe looks from Adam here. This is like <laughs> boy, this is like the way, yeah, the, way gonna, the, the hood I was, is. I'm really impressed. Gonna, I was gonna <laughs> it's say, me. Yeah, I look like, Hang on. like a Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's yeah, sorry. me, sorry. Space Satan. <laughs> All right, sorry, Zach. I'll I'll stop. Yeah. Anyways, so so basically, they're like, uh, you know, we take we take your Variety's report of bringing back Alpha Melina, and we mm -hmm. raise it that we're bringing back everybody. From yeah, the old a, movies, there's a Whoa. lot of there's a lot of stuff. It, it's a, it, it can't be stopped. It's self sustaining now, is with all these rumors. <laughs> these rumors are are just getting redonkulous. I'm ready for them. I don't know. I, I'm surprised considering how much was announced with the MCU last week. Uh, right, a week ago today. Naturally, we did our last broadcast on Wednesday, and so therefore it was. We were waiting yeah, we, on just on we seeing. Got some we got stuff out of it. Yeah, we we did. Um, so, but we are going to be covering tonight two issues, guys. First off, um, yes. What do you think of the rumors? Do you think that there's any validity to them? I think okay. Huge uh, grain of salt, but anything could happen. I guess. I don't know. I I gain nothing if they're true, but I lose nothing if they're true. So I don't care. And even. By some miracle, if rumor monger Matt McGloin and Cosmic News somehow managed to get one thing right, I don't care. My thing is like I I don't want this stuff to just be fan service for the sake of fan service. I want it to like mean, mean something. something. Yeah. yeah. Like with like with Spider like Spider Verse. Like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV. I want it to like, you know mean something like it, i don't want it to be like i don't want it to be like rogue one levels of self-masturbation <laughs> or like if, if you've ever seen that red letter media skit where like rich evans comes in and they just start talking about things that are in rogue one like x-wings and it's got death yeah. star yeah like and if you have stuff like that and it gets the r2 the r2 unit or whatever that's that's a different skit but oh, it's relatively bad. it's within the same wheelhouse same, of yeah, like yes of <laughs> Zach's looking, Zach's way, looking right? off to the side like, what the hell are they talking about? The, listen, Go watch I like media, old man. I <laughs> like Star Wars, but I don't like Star Wars to the level that you guys like Star Wars. I like Is there a reason you're doing your Bernie Sanders impression? I don't know why I'm doing my body impression, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the millionaires and billionaires. Okay, anyway. All right. Uh, uh, well, hold on. I haven't given my opinion on this. I Here's the thing with rumors. I... I do think when there's smoke, there's fire. Right. The only yeah. difference is, is that what happened? I, I trust Kevin Feige is leading the charge and he is somehow orchestrating this. Cause I think what, in my opinion, I think Sony wants to throw everything in the kitchen sink at this movie to, yeah. to, to whatever. And Kevin's probably like, hold on, we're going to do it. It's cause, cause honestly I, I was on last week saying the same thing. I'm all about it if they can make a fun, great, unique Spider-Man story. Because sure. here's the thing: we're not going to be able to get this very often, and I don't want it every Spider-Man movie either. But so I'm going to make it though. What's that? That's what they're going to make it though. Like if they, the problem is that Sony doesn't learn from their mistakes. Yeah. So if they make a lot of money with like the Spider-Verse concept, that's the problem with Spider-Man. I think nowadays is that it's become less about the character and more about the brand. Right. And when they see the Spider-Verse do well because it's MC related and they made a boatload of money they're gonna be like whoa we should do this every movie and they're just gonna do their <laughs> movie. 
Well, and the thing is, they I think they learned from their from their mistakes, obviously, because they got, they brought Kevin Feige in. They, they said, okay, you have you know a lot of control. And <laughs> well, then, yeah, because they well that's because they smelled money over at Marvel Studios, not because well, of course, they're particularly they're smart people. Money. Yeah, because well, they were losing not, money. Well, not just that, but the I I think the leaked emails. Oh yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Oh right. yeah, totally. so much egg on he needs Sony's face because yeah. literally, I mean, Feige's man movie that was bottom well, of the barrel. Feige, uh, to me, that the death nail was uh, of Sony producing it by themselves was literally when they sent ASM two to Feige to get his notes on it, right? And literally, his every bit of his notes were what the majority of people that reviewed stuff online, the problems that they had with the movie, that's what Kevin Feige had the problem with. Yeah, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't help that Alex Kurtzman is notorious for not being good at taking criticism, and he's the guy who wrote the damn script. Mm. Is he the one that also directed the uh, Mummy movie and wrote the Mummy? Mummy, which, mummy which one? Oh, he's done. He, he's done. He's so done like many. everything under the moon. He's done like he did Transformers. He did Star he's Trek. A Star Trek guy too, right now, right? Yeah, like he before he did he before he helmed uh, the current shows. He was the writer of the scripts for the J.J. Abrams movies. Yeah, up until uh, yeah, Orsi, Orsi, yeah, Orsi and and, uh, and him were were the two guys. They also did stuff like the TV show Scorpion. They and were they did the Hawaii Five O reboot. That was their last yeah. thing together, I think. But, yeah, that was yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like, I, I I do think that this could be a lot of fun. I think fans. Sure. I I am very much in the in the vein of fan service is good as long as it's good. I mean, if it's right. if it's just a bunch yeah. of schlock, then it's just a schlock. I mean. Right. My worry is is that is that it's going to collapse on its own weight. And anybody mm-hmm. that's expecting anything substantial from from the Spider Men, I just I, I just wish they w- look. Keep I have your expectations. No keep your expectations simple, guys. Just yeah, right. yeah. Well, see, yeah. and I would have had no problem. To me, the my my biggest worry and concern about this film is you left on a massive cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. How and I, I your dog like, killing me. The dog, <laughs> the dog is agreeing with everything. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I love, I love but it. Like, but, like, yeah. but like going off of like I, I, I keep comparing this into the Spider Verse because into the Spider Verse was a much better executed version of what we're hearing in rumors. Sure, and part I, of I just part, don't know that though. And part of what worked for me was that like they the story was mainly Miles and Peter and Gwen were kind of just supporting characters and the other three Spider heroes, uh, Noir, yeah. Penny, and uh, Ham. They were kind of just there for comedic effect. They didn't really have yeah, a whole lot yeah. of personality, but but yeah, here's the thing, though, and, and this is what actually might benefit Sony is that the fact that the Peters literally are all so different, like yeah, in the movies. True. I mean, they are so different. I mean, yeah. which and I, I, I how are they? Gonna, but the problem is, how are they going to translate that into the film? Like, they do you want to see? Do you want to see like Tobey Maguire like dancing down the street awkwardly, and then well, yeah, and then you have Andrew Garfield, going on. and then you have Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, like riding a skateboard as he web swings. Well, <laughs> well, obviously the personalities, like I said, the personalities of all three Peters are different, and I will all I have gone on record. You probably haven't all heard this, but I think that Andrew Garfield's Peter is complete garbage. I hate <laughs> that characterization of Peter, but his Spider Man is phenomenal. Like that sure. is to me, that's my favorite Spider-Man, even above Holland, above McGuire. And then McGuire's is kind of like what? What's that? I've always said that before we got Holland, I, uh, 
Andrew's Spider-Man was perfect. Toby's yeah. Peter was perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you 100. percent Yeah. Uh, totally. To me, the sad, the thing is, is that part of that I, I do blame on with Toby. I blame on the direction because I li- you go back and play those first two video games. Hello, Dougie. You go back and play those first two video games, and you can hear him make quips and jokes that's in more, the games. I think that's that, more the that that script. That'd be more the script. Because like in two, there are barely any, you know, quips. Yeah. I think I think it also helps that in um like in Spider-Man 3, which is I, I the correlation is not equal causation, by the right. way. This is full disclosure. But um He's at his most awkward when he's making the weird quips in Spider-Man Three, like when he's fighting Sandman. He's like, "Don't you remember? Don't haven't you heard? I'm the sheriff around these parts." Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. And here's the thing. And this is my one problem with Tobey Maguire. It's gonna sound. I've always said this: is his voice is weird, and it mm. never, <laughs> it never, it never resonated for me. He looks exactly like I think a Peter Parker would look like. Like sure. literally, he looks exactly yeah, like, like Peter Parker. He's like he's he's just the right amount of like you know attractive and not attractive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's just he's unique looking, but he's unique 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 looking enough to where he's not ugly or attractive, like you said. It's just he's very normal. He's very yeah. boy and next then door. Got, and then unfortunately, I think that's a quality that has that he's lost since doing Spider Man because he's mm. he's he doesn't just do Spider Man. Like when he was in The Great Gatsby, he looks completely different. Hmm. I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. I need. I actually need to see it. I, I like Boz Lomer, whatever his name is. Yeah, like because um, like, but when, but if, but if you look, like, I guess it, it's a credit to McGuire's acting ability that he can be a completely yeah. different personality from between Spider-Man and the Great Gatsby. But yeah, I, I mean, I will, I'll, I will defend Toby. Like he's, a, I think he's a good actor. People are like, oh, he's, he's a good not actor. a good. He's a, he's a good actor. But here's the thing though with Toby though is that he, his heart like, or his personality doesn't in his acting range doesn't get to spider-man's like personality in my opinion because that's very that's fair I, i'd say and, and the thing is with 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 andrew garfield though andrew garfield's a phenomenal actor i think he's the yeah. best of all three in my opinion Probably, and then yeah. uh, that underutilized him by making him oh, skateboard well, absolutely yeah. and that's yep. and that's the problem is they made him way too young oh bye paul and this uh, his peter is just not isn't up to what it needs to be as far as like being a little bit more normal, a little more of a wallflower. He's not, I'm sorry. Right. Like he's just not a, a, a punk rock. He wasn't even remotely close to punk rock, but like he's <laughs> not this like, you know, rocker or whatever he, kid. Like, well, well no, Paul, he's, he's, he's what, he's what the suits think punk rock is. Right. Exactly. Yes. And, and it just, it baffles me because every time I watch those movies, I'm always like, God, his Spider-Man is so good. Like, okay. The scene where he's talking to this, because even, even the Spider-Man at first in that movie is just weird to me. Cause he's, he's a little bit more revengeful, which yeah, yeah. like he, like he's yeah. like, he's running around in sunglasses. But when, but when he, but when he talks, when he's, when he's facing that guy or the, the, the car thief and he, and he yeah. He like when, like when he's coming up to the wall, like he, oh he's, God. He's, like the sneeze, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Like was that was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, this is great. It's a, it's a kind of a funny. And, and in, a weird, mean, in a weird way, that that you know, the promise that he where he makes the promise to Gwen's dad and just immediately goes back on it. I thought that was actually like pretty funny as a yeah. character. Like, and, and, like it's not meant to be funny, but it's it's right. kind of hilarious when you think about it. Just like yeah. you know, you you made your lat you you promised a dying man that you wouldn't date his daughter right. anymore, and you immediately go back on it. It's the complete antithesis of the end of the first Raimi movie. <laughs> right. So, so I mean, we all know that something's going to happen with, with this guy. 
Oh yeah. I, I, I'm, that's actually one of the few, that's one of the things I'm most excited for from the investor call is Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. That's the thing I'm looking. That, that's the that, that's the that's the problem because I love Paul Rudd's Ant Man and if it, mm-hmm. and if how the fuck do you say your name? Evangeline Lily. Yeah. yeah. And I love her Wasp. So I, I like both those things. I didn't like the last movie though. I love the first one. The first I think the first Ant Man's top tier Marvel film. I think it helps that the fir- that. The Ant Man movies, lean, the first one at least, lean more into being like a genre film, like a heist film. Absolutely, sort, sort of like a more of an ocean, not Ocean's Eleven, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking. A heist in, film. In, it's a heist. It's yeah. a heist. Yeah. yeah. And no, the second I, one, I, kind yeah. of, and the second one kind of leaned more into generic, com- into a generic superhero comedy movie. But yes. I still, enjoy, I still enjoy the characters. And if Absolutely. and Jeff Love, and since Jeff Loveness, if you don't know who he is, he's the guy who wrote the 2017 Nova relaunch where Richard came back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's writing the script, and I have a lot more faith with. Oh yeah, there you go. Because Pey- Peyton Reed, because Peyton Reed is a company man, and hey, you know he, yeah. he's not he's not Edgar Wright, but he's a competent you know middle of the road director man. I, he's got a good script. You've got a solid production there. I think. Listen, I and this is going back to Star Wars. He directed a hell of an episode this year. Even even though it's oh, like yeah. not the top tier, like that Spider right. episode's phenomenal. It feels like Star Wars. I think the first Amit movie is a is is honestly a top tier. Like I went into that movie expecting to be like this is going to be a complete. It's one of my pack. favorite MC. It's one of my favorite MC films. It's my top ten. 100%. And that's a big deal. Like, the top 10 is a big deal for me. Like, that's a... Because, I mean, like, the first top five are, like, to me, are, are almost untouchable at this point. So... Yeah, like, like Winter, but, Winter Soldier is, like, your absolute peak. You're not going to get any better than Winter Soldier. I, 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 yeah, I would say my, my my ultimate... My own personal favorite. Now, my personal favorite's not always my... I think is what the best movie is. Is that... If that makes any sense? Uh, mm-hmm, my favorite... Like you got personal, objectively, you got objectively well made movies. Yeah. And your personal favorite, yeah. I think my personal favorite will always be the first Avengers movie. That movie blew my balls off when I watched it. Like I literally, <laughs> like that's I, that's I was. Can we not use thing. such like visual imagery? <laughs> I do. Sorry, that's how I do it. No, I, I watched that movie and I was just transported and I'll because I, I was going through a real rough time in my life at the time, just really stressed out. I was constantly having anxiety problems. It's about my job at the time. And I, that was probably the first time in months that I forgot about everything is that first mm. movie. So uh, that movie will always be my, my favorite. It's just, I don't know if anyone will touch it. Cause the first time I see Cap and Iron Man together, that was just, I, I was a Marvel zombie. Uh, like I just, yeah. I mean, I've gotten a lot of amazing things since then, but, um, <clears throat> but yeah. And by the way, I do have that King figure. I just haven't opened it yet. I have a, the, I have the case keep, of the keep it in keep it in the box. See if it gets any speculator value on eBay. I, but I gotta get I gotta get the Joe Fixit build a figure. I gotta like build them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Cheese out. So I also need super, this super steroid muscle black hat. That was fun. If anyone, if any, by the way, if anyone can get to Cyborg Spider Man, please let me know. I need one, bad. <laughs> I can check um, Target. I've asked, but I asked for for Christmas. So if I don't get it for Christmas, please. I, I, I did get one for Christmas. Uh, I got that and Negative Zone Spidey for Christmas. I got Negative Zone Spidey. I did pick that up. Uh, so I got that. I got um, Kang. It's technically a, a. I think it's my birthday because I have my birthday. So uh, one thing I am going to do. I know he prefers this one. Is what he is what Vinkman prefers. Uh, he just says I still prefer the earlier Marvel Legends of Black Cat. I I would love this Black Cat figure if her freaking shoes were better. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, jeez. Oh, it's awful. The heels will the heels will like collapse in on themselves like a black hole. It's not even that. It's that it's that there's not enough on the back heel that she and she's so <clears throat> top heavy. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't stay very well. Uh she's very hard to pose. The one thing like if I could replace the bottom of feet from this black cat, the new black cat on the original black cat, I'd be fine. But they they had this this kind of tinge of blue to the to the fur that I don't think is there. It's more of a black. So uh yeah, I I, I am going to review her. Um Next time, I uh, probably next uh, deal. Oh, Vingman still has the original Cyborg Spider Man. I, I, I think did I you say my name, Zach? I'm sorry. I think I might have that too. I don't know. I have to check. Yeah, I need, yeah. I just need to get the Cyborg. I, I I need to. That's my that's my uh, that's my wheelhouse. Eric Larson, baby. I love yeah. that. Eric, Eric See, Larson I was talking man. with Zach. I was talking with Zach earlier, or it was it was Zach and Greg. And we were talking about action figures, and I'm like, you know, I might get that uh, that House of X Cy- that House of X Cyclops, and they're like, be careful, the rabbit hole you're going down, sport. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you, you don't it, I, you don't know what you've done for yourself. I have a I, I I don't go as hard for Marvel Legends as I do as I do the Star Wars Black series mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Star Wars is way more of a collector thing for me. It just I, I Marvel was so late in the game for me as far as collecting wise of toys and things like that. But I still, I still get the legend stuff. And let me tell you, I spent like 150 bucks on that, that box to get the, the Joe fix it, build a figure. I had to get Joe fix it. That's like, that's vintage. Listen, if you don't want to open your Kang up, I will will send you the Joe fix it, build a figure. Like really? Yes. You you're that committed to me not opening this king. I mean, it's not even that. It's just I don't need the leg. <laughs> it's either gonna go to you. Oh, that's fair. Or, or it's gonna collect I'm dust gonna, on the shelf. No, or it's gonna it's gonna go on on Facebook, and I'm gonna sell it on Facebook. But we are 27 minutes into this episode, and we haven't talked about the about let's the. Talk about, let's talk about some we're funny man out. books. We're, we're, are we talking about Abrams man? Like, which I no, by the way, I loved. Oh. I loved calling it that, Neil. That was perfect. I was Abrams man. God, I guess. I guess if we want to do like maybe someday we'll have to like do all those. So, and, uh, we have to. We have to do a five, or something. Like, like one week when we don't have an issue, like an ASM yes. issue out. Like we I'm have to just you. we have yeah. to come out and just let's 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 crap on Abrams man. I haven't read it, so that'll be probably Thank you. fun. I guess <laughs> I, I've read some of it. I haven't. I've, I I've the, read, I, I've read I, all of it. Some of it I, not by choice. I skimmed the first issue, kind of. I I bought I, like, mm. I bought the first issue, but I read, I, I read the rest of the series. I had an opportunity to pick it up, and there was only one. And he, my comic shop owner, only ordered one. And I'm like, you probably will never sell this thing. Yeah, like, he will. No, it's that bad. <sighs> but yeah, like I, I feel pride in getting. I feel pride in getting Abrams Man into the public conscience. <laughs> That was Abrams Man was a. It may be the worst comic of two decades. That is stop it. Okay, no, Zach. Here's the Spider-Man comic of 2019. Here's the thing, Paul. Here's the thing, Paul. On Twitter, I made a joke that Iron Man 2020 was the worst thing this year, including COVID. And I and then I later on (laughs) I made a joke, and and then later on. 
I said that through the transitive property Abrams man top to Iron Man 2020. As the no worst way. Like Iron Man 2020 was bad as a cap to, uh, as a cap to slots Iron Man, but Abrams man is like it's an entirely different ballpark and it's listen issue lag. five, which took a year almost to come out. From more than a year. Yeah, I think it took a while. Like over a year, almost eighteen months to get the final issue out. Um, the script, Sarah Bacelli's art, so good. Her art is no, it's. What are you talking about, Paul? I like it. I like the art when I ran. All right, I only read the first two issues. No, granted, I only read the first two. Listen, I, I, I like like Sarah Bacelli's art on everything else, but Fantastic Four was bad though. Is it she Fantastic Four right? Didn't she do a couple issues of that? I yeah, which of which one? Fantastic Four with Slot, right? I see, I haven't seen those. I just yeah. I'm she, only she, judging her. She did the first three issues, and then she just vanished. Caselli uh, yeah. <laughs> took over for yeah. which I'm 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 always down for Caselli. Like that, that's United. the one thing. He he's one of the reasons to pick up Marauders right now is that his art slaps. So, so nice. um, nevertheless. We're here to review a couple of issues, but we are going to talk eventually, I'm sure, about Abrams Man, because I, honestly, it was the worst Spider-Man miniseries in a very long time. Is it, like, is it get Craven here, level of bad. Here, here's a good question, if we really want to get controversial. Is it worse than One More Day? Because I know that, people, I know that I, that's putting people between a rock and a hard place, because people want to say One More Day is the worst... Okay, I, don't think I never 2000s. thought one more day was the worst. I don't think it's 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 controversial, and I don't agree mm-hmm. with it. But I don't think it's the worst thing ever either. See, I, I think I think one more day is the worst Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man story. Abrams-Man is the worst Spider-Man Abrams, story. Well, no, I'm I I would put Abrams-Man as top three worst miniseries. Spider-Man miniseries of all. I was about to say Marvel miniseries because we got you got to fight a bunch no, of no Spider-Man mini. You got to <laughs> fight U.S. War Machine 2.0 for that. Listen, listen. I mean, we can we can sit there and talk down on the Venom miniseries from the '90s, but I mean, they all had middle of charm. Charm. have a charm. We'll invite, we'll invite Tyler on to fight about those. But like, at the end of the day, I think, I mean. Paul, I don't know if you were reading comics during the Get Craven era, Ron Zimmerman level of bad, but and I, I hate it for Henry Abrams for the, for the only sense of the fact that I think it would have benefited him more to write indie comics and not jump mm-hmm. first. Yep. And so a lot of people's perception is painted by the fact that it was pure nepotism that got him the gig. Yes. Yes, and but the problem is, is that it also creates, it created such high expectations because everybody's everybody saw J.J. Abrams and having right. having somebody like that, a Hollywood big Hollywood bigwig, after the success you saw with people like Straginski and and uh, uh, Joss Whedon writing comics, so the the bar is so high that when you add the Abrams duo in you're expecting a level of quality unfortunately especially in issue five issue five felt like a fanfic more so than the previous four and it just reaffirmed my dislike of the previous four it didn't do anything to to validate right right there was uh, there's some questionable decisions the problem is is the premise is so been done 
Yeah. Merrick. I'll, and I'll, agree, I'll agree with we, that. We already have a, ben, a Benjamin Parker, a young Benjamin Parker out in the multiverse. A good one. You know, um, so. It, 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 here, here's the thing with Abram, with, with Abram, with, with what, what, what he should, you're right. He shouldn't have written, uh, written some more comics, indie comics, whatever. But it, I, I said this go back in the day. A, go get yourself an image series. Well, or, or whatever. <laughs> How about this? Why don't you try like Iron Fist or you know a lesser character to kind of cut your teeth on and pro, prove to people, hey, I love the Marvel characters. I want to write comic books. Like, like Larry Hama's still. Larry Hama's coming back to Marvel, and he's not getting like Amazing Spider-Man. He's getting Iron Fist. Well, yeah. I think he might want Iron Fist. Too. Yeah, I, I, I know, but, know, but like yeah. he's but like, like they, yeah. But you know what I mean. But you yeah. get my point. You get my point yeah, though. Exactly. Like, um, Hama's not going like straight back to ASM or he's Wolverine going, or something like that. Right? Yeah, he's I getting mean, he's getting like Iron Fist, who hasn't had a miniseries at, yeah. or, or even any books since like 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah with like uh, Fraction, Mad Fractions, uh, Immortal Iron Fist. Um, I like Matt Fraction, it, but he's hit or miss. It, it just depends. Age, Fraction and Asia's Hawkeye and Iron Fist are kind of definitive characters runs. But, but I say Brubaker is a big part of the reason why that Iron Fist runs any good because he helped set him up. Right. That's fair. Because Brubaker's amazing. But but anyways, do we want to talk about the books we're actually? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we, we are gonna. We are I just gonna... I just realized that we're like thirty five minutes into this and we have barely talked about. Spider-Man. We kind of wanted to give like a bit of a, of, of a discussion because we only are covering two issues tonight. So we're covering issues exactly 53 and 53.LR and 54. We so, can't bookend, so. Um, yeah, so 53.LR <clears throat> is written by Nick Spencer with, uh, or plot by Nick Spencer. The script is done by Matthew Rosenberg. Federico Venesidi and Ta Takahishi Matsuzawa are the it's, artists. Did I say that right? I think it's Takeshi Miyazawa. Uh, Takeshi Miyazawa. Okay. I, I didn't say uh, This is where I miss Gerard because he would always correct me. Who is, uh, who is actually doing the art for the new Silk series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so a bit of cross-brand synergy. So mm -hmm. Fallen Order Part 4, the side quest story. This is what the LR issues are. Uh, we open with Moreland and uh, the spider, you know, getting to have a smorgasbord of spiders. Um, Sinier is kind of our narrator throughout the entire uh, <laughs> throughout the entire book, and Sinier and <laughs> Moreland are kind of com uh, like confronting each other. And basically, the power scaling in this in this issue is really weird because like. You know, Moreland's usually beating the crap out of Spider-Man whenever he shows up, but then like Sinier's holding his own. Yeah, I wouldn't say he held his own though. He well, he, but like he doesn't immediately like just get his neck snapped. Right. <laughs> so, so well, I, think he's I think he's toying with them. That's kind of how I, I I took it as Moreland was just like you insult me with this bull crap. Like, and, like he like almost like Sinier was counting on him to be overconfident and like play with his food if. If you will. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Sin Eater, you know, has given him this smorgasbord of spiders, and you know, he's like, "I realize what your sin is. It's gluttony." <laughs> so, uh, after throwing a grenade at uh, at Moreland, Moreland's like, "Dude, you invited me here. Should have been a silver bullet." Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> needless to say, uh, it gets to a point where Sin Eater is able to grab a gun because he's got the place booby trapped. He has a shotgun set up, and he shoots Moreland in the back. So the so the one that he set up was the magic one, right? Or I don't know yeah, if they're apparently, I don't, yeah. apparently. 
The other one was a decoy, I think. Well, yeah. I thought the power I thought the power came from him himself, so it didn't matter what gun he also I, I just yeah. I just assumed that the power was linked to the shotgun because the shotgun is what captured yeah, the energy. Good point. I, I, I didn't know. I mean either one, I honestly because I thought the same thing, but I'm like, wait, but didn't he have I was confused too. So yeah, I'm Sin Eater has the power. Yeah, so needless <laughs> to say, we're back at the in the astral plane with the uh, Order of the Spider uh, and Doctor Strange. They're kind of going through what what should be Peter Parker's astral plane. Um, they get attacked by various uh, spirits. I can't. I, I don't understand Peter's demons. So, so I, I can I can answer this actually. So the giant one. So the giant kingpin is kingpin, and it's already to black to back in black. Right. Um, yeah. uh, okay. So. so the giant, oh. the giant kingpin is kingpin who ordered the hit. Yep. The okay. four, the four-armed guy is the hitman from the issue, from issue I believe five, uh, five thirty-seven. Oh, Neil, okay. Neil, Neil, Neil's, Neil's uh, filling in the blanks. Okay. And I got demon it. MJ is the one who is supposed to be killed. Yes. Oh. So and also there's this there's this bit where so there's this fight obviously with king the big kingpin and the the would be assassin. And then we have Mary Jane stepping out of the shadows saying, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. And if, and if you, and if you know, your your one more really, day, your, your very specific lines from one more day, you'll know this. So the, yeah. so it's a demon MJ fighting and the, uh, the portal is slowly, but surely closing to back, back to, the parts unknown. Doctor Strange is fighting off Demon MJ. Meanwhile, the Order of the Spider jumps through the portal, and they show back up at the graveyard. And what, lo and behold, we see. Dun, dun, dun. Can I just say I love I love Senior like pumping his fist like Yeah, I got him. <laughs> yeah, Senior is like his faith has been rewarded. To be continued. I never I, I never thought of him. I, I can't say. Hang on, you go back to that grave that he's at. The screen share, yeah. Hey, it's Jeff Johns. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I th- when I read that, I thought it said Jeff, and I'm like, "Hey, it's Jeff Johns. It's uh, it's, it's, it's his career after Three Jokers." Oh no! Oh wait! Oh my! Are you ripping on Three Jokers? Oh. Yes, dude. You are so <laughs> wrong. You are wrong. You are All right. Wrong. Okay. That, that leads us. That leads us to the next issue. Issue fifty four. Here we go. I can't um, can I just this this god tier Gleason cover, and then you got Bagley on the inside. Not that I hate Bagley, but you get you got like an entirely different ballpark of writers here. Or artists I don't here. know. There's 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 some similarities between the two styles of art. I think. Well, the thing is, the problem with this is the cover is just filler. Yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. The cover this, doesn't mean anything. This cover. Oh, is, is maybe you guys. See, that's the thing. Maybe you guys are right. Like that, it was supposed to be two, uh, just one issue because like that cover is total filler. I'm with you on that one. Man. I. I honestly think that that they didn't want to do a cover like a story cover because they didn't want to. Awesome. Yeah, that's that spoiling. is possible. So, awesome. I mean, hey. I'm I'm still sticking with my conspiracy theory that they said that they had to split it into issues when it was supposed to be just one. So anyway, we uh, we got Mark Bagley and uh, Last Remains Part Three. His, his anchor got way better though. Yeah. But so we got. His- his art's good in this, I think. Yeah. John Dell yeah. is the inker on this one. Uh, Mark Bagley is a penciler, um, and so we kind of pick up where we immediately where we left off. Peter is, you know, trying to talk to Harry. Harry's like, "Dude, it's me," and yeah. um, 
Harry's trying to stop him from doing something. So needless to say, there's a big fight between Peter and uh, Kindred. And he's like, why didn't you should have just left me dead? And Kindred's like, there's so much, so much about this. You don't understand. It, this is not just another breakdown. It's not poor Harry hearing voices. I'm no longer chasing the demons. I am the demon, and I'm going to show you what hell looks like. So it's the app. It's <laughs> what was that? <laughs> well, I, well, I will get into it later, but I think it's obviously what I've been saying, that I don't think it's Harry. I don't think it's pure Harry here. Do you think it's Soltron? <laughs> you say Soltron? Yeah, yeah I, it's it's been it's been one of my prevailing theories on Kindred up until the reveal that it was Harry that it's like an amalgamation of all these yes. different personalities and that Harry's just like Harry forms he's the he's the host he's the host that he's he's like uh, Keith His I, I formed I form the head I think there's okay this is a deep cut for all you comic book nerds out there do you, have any of you guys read Savage Dragon Zach you might have. But uh, I've, I've read a couple of issues. But unfortunately, not unfortunately, I've read recent Savage Dragon. <laughs> the old stuff's the best stuff. I, I grew up on that. Eric Larson's. I've always loved Eric Larson. So there's a character on in uh, Savage Dragon called the Fiend, and mm-hmm. what it, it feeds off of hatred off the Savage Dragon, like people who hate Savage Dragon, and the more hatred for the for the Savage Dragon, the the more powerful the character is, and then the Fiend eventually gets a hold of this. Um, ex-girlfriend or whatever of, of savage dragons uh moms uh she like died the, the her daughter died in, at, at his house because someone was going for gunning for him and killed her instead by accident and anyway the fiend essentially becomes his ultimate powerful being because the hatred is fueling it completely from this from savage dragon or whatever i immediately got that vibe from kindred eventually when you kind of talked about it actually neil i was like yeah that's kind of what i was thinking it was this demon is is, is harry has a hatred for spider-man there still and he's just feeding into it and i think where i'm in, i still think that's where, where we're going with this and what i'm intrigued is the the, the fallout from this will be where was this hatred this whole time for Spider-Man and Peter that Harry's been like, you know, pushing back into himself going back mm-hmm. to like, I think suppressing all those, uh, all those things from back in the day, like uh, the original green goblin stuff, from, you know, from uh, the Len Wein and all that. So uh, there's a lot of really good psychological stuff you could do with that. And I'm really excited about that. So that when, when I keep hearing that I am the demon, you haven't seen hell. Harry's never been to hell. So I don't, I just, yeah, I just don't see. Do we know that though? Well, I mean, I we got, don't know right now, but soon, so, I don't think so. So anyway, getting back to the, just to finish this recap up real quick. You got um, one panel left. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Kindred. We've been talking about these, we've been talking about both of these issues for like a collective 10 minutes. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kindred kills Peter multiple times. He gives him the Ben Riley treatment. He does. He does give him the the Ben 27 treatment. (laughs) And and like he keeps having flashbacks to the coffee bean. And at one point, which I I thought was a really clever touch, um, was these. Nightfall. No, I I, I, I thought that too. I thought the same thing. That was a total homage. But that Uh, one, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, that's to me, I thought that was very clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's the Nightfall panel. <laughs> <laughs> that totally totally is an homage to Nightfall. You know it is. Yeah. So can I, I, can I just say one of the few problems I have with this issue art wise is that Bagley defaults back to like the Ultimate Universe 
looks for the yes, characters. I agree. I agree. Oh, with you, yeah. you know, there's a, there, well, especially the last page. I'm sorry. Yeah. We'll yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that, oh. uh, so needless to say, the the Hall of Mirrors that uh, Kindred's been looking down for this whole entire time in this mausoleum, uh, basically, this is where Kindred's starting to reveal his master plan. And he's like, now you're going to see what you, what uh, uh, what it does to them in turn. You, I'm sure you're going to want to blame me, Pete, but search your soul. All I did was bring back Sin Eater. You were the one that couldn't let it stand. Even after he went after the most evil man you ever known, you decided, like you always do, that you knew best thinking you know better than all of us. He's twisting. Obviously, Kindred's twisting all this stuff. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not like verbatim. Like, it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so so then he sits there and is like, but you couldn't let your guilt uh, overcome it, so you, tries to, you tried to bury it, and then comes back even worse than before. You tried to make a bargain. A deal with the devil. I'm done. Yeah. Up close oh. panel. Up close panel right there. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. And that's close not for sure. And then you've got... All the spider friends walking in, and you got like sneer with his magic gun, like, "Hey kids, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey kids, you want some candy?" <laughs> oh no, <laughs> sorry. Oh, and then in that last panel on that page, Peter looks, Peter looks like he's a fifty-year-old geriatric. <laughs> there's th th this. I like this art in this book, but there's some weird. There are some weird yeah. panels in here. I'm like, Ooh. Uh, or pages. So, yeah, he does look. Oh yeah, he really does. Also, look. I, 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 I gotta say, like, it's weird that, like, Peter never thought to keep track of Morlin because, like, you know, he right. fought him in, in Spec 313. And yeah. then for whatever reason, he, like, he just lets the police deal with him. Like, well, he, and then he never comes back to see that Morlin's taken uh, back or. That's one of the lesser Spider Verse stories. We don't want to talk about that. So, so needless, ne needless to say, uh, all this is leading. I mean, right now we're all caught up with 50, like, the last, the, the, the oh, LR. Also story also, the, mo also the most ex the most exploitable panel in this entire book <laughs> the the one where pete where can we go to the last page oh god no do we have to oh god <laughs> no. go. final page review ah! <laughs> why does so, mj look so weird <laughs> but like i but like i i took the i took the time out of my day to remove mj from the picture just leave the picture frame blank and i said okay everyone have fun oh what is Peter confessing to? And yeah, people put in some weird stuff. Like they put in, oh, um, <laughs> they put they put in the Spider-Man rain panels where Peter's like, oh, <laughs> no. then you then you have like to, like uh, dancing the dan Peter, yeah. the, da the dancing Peter from Spider-Man Three. That's, awesome. That's so awesome. Obviously, clearly, this is. This is it. This is we what we originally thought with 53, 54 confirms. Okay. Round the horn. Let's give a quick grade, and then we're going to just dive into the discussion. Uh, we'll start with Adam, then Neil, and I'll go to Paul last. What's your grade? Uh, for both issues? Yeah. Um, I was going to give... 53LR, a B plus, but then when I skimmed it and reread it a little bit more today, I was like, you know, I actually kind of like this a lot, so I decided to bump it up to an A minus. A minus, um, okay. And uh, 54, I'd probably give an A minus also. Grade of uh, A minus. Damn, you're gonna be people are gonna hate me. Yeah, <laughs> no change there. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you. But you know what that's from? Do you know what that's from? Uh, Jack Black's uh, Spider-Man. 
Where he's like, oh. my hands, they're all sticky and hairy. Oh. No <laughs> there. So, I, I love that line. Sorry. From the MTV thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Look <laughs> Zach's dead. We've killed him. All right, guys. This is now it. This is now a Thor podcast. All right. Have it be. <laughs> Thor. All right. All right. I just thought of Deal. Thor off top of my head. Uh, so for fifty-four or fifty-three, I'm giving it a B, and then uh, fifty-four, I'd give anywhere between a C plus and a B. Okay, C plus. And I could probably, I could probably like be argued into giving fifty-four a B plus, but. Okay, so Paul, great. Wow. (laughs) Straight B's across the board, baby. B and B. All right, grade B and grade B. All right, for me. Air Air B and B. Yeah, Uh, exactly. I like that. I'm giving both an A minus. There you go. I don't like. Rosenberg's artwork is nearly as much as I do with Bagley's artwork. But Rosenberg. You mean, Vicent, you mean Vicentini? I mean, Vicentini. He's good. He's just not like if, if I was, if you give me a choice between Bagley and him, I'm going to choose Bagley every time. But well, Bagley, Bagley, you know, great artwork. I love the cover. Um, t- to me, this would be a great poster. I don't like next issue's cover is really great. Um, for those that Gleason Gleason has like version copies on his uh, big cartel. If anyone's interested in that, twenty five dollars. That is a great, great cover. I cannot. That is a beautiful. I I actually have it waiting. I have that one waiting at my comic shop right now. Spencer's (laughs) Spencer's ASM has some of the best covers ever. I'd argue. Yeah, they're pretty good. Or at least, or or at least, some definitive ones. Yeah. They're, they're they're a lot more creative and a lot more thought like put into it, whether it be for fun or serious or or whatever. Than I think the Spider Man slot run for a long, long time. Long, because long because time. the covers for slots run just kind of said, here's what's in the issue. Yeah, which where, I don't think is nothing wrong with that necessarily, but I like the creativeness that they've gone this extra mile here. Like there's there's mm-hmm. imagery in there that if you think yes. about, if you think about it hard enough, hey, it's there. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So I'm, I should probably explain why I'm being so mean to Spencer. And yeah. on, and honestly, you know, it's it's. I don't even hate it. It's just like fine. Like I, right. I don't think I've ever given Spencer like anything lower than a C. So, mm-hmm. which and I've given and I've given slot multiple Fs on issues, which <laughs> I know, which I know will, I which I know Paul and I will eternally battle forever on the on the field of existence for. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we will battle eternally on the astral plane, yeah, but um, yeah, likely our next. We have a lot of battles, Neil. But that's fine. I still love you. I still <laughs> likely that's what but, we're gonna. Those two, those but, two but issues for, are. But but for going. but for me, uh, fifty four kind of felt like it was dragging the plot out. Like I said, it, I I still maintain my conspiracy theory that fifty three was supposed to be just one issue. Yeah, and then they divided into two issues, fifty four. That's why it felt so dragged out. Yeah, because honestly, honestly, both of these issues not a kind of not a whole lot happens aside. Like there's there's yeah, a there's a prolonged there's a prolonged fight scene which we needed, I think, considering the stakes. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it just didn't feel like the plot was advanced in any meaningful way. Like Kindred's like, oh, Peter, there's this thing I want to show you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do things with you, and it <laughs> right. really does anything aside from just kill Peter again and again. And it would have helped yeah. if we saw like what Peter was feeling when he died. 
But it right. me just felt it's and this is also a complaint I share with the F, with the LR issues that it's got is that they're balancing so many different plot lines that um it feels like nothing's really happening. Like we're what just I, now we're just now getting Sin Eater popping up in the graveyard yeah. and the spider family's there too, I guess. What I liked about the LR issue is it felt to me like I've been thinking of it in this way, like action and introspection kind of like come together to to uh, to move the plot along for at least the LR issues. So like, you know, there you have you have Sin Eater making his big move, taking on Morlin and he, he beats Morlin and now he's going to finally fight the spider squad. And then you have like they're in the astral plane with Doctor Strange and they're seeing like, you know, Peter's demons. And it's like, OK, well, what the hell is going on here? And Doctor Strange is like, uh, you know, he's a badass and he's like, I think I know what's happening here and we're getting like more, you know, one more day hints and it just seems like it's kind of culminating a little bit. That was yeah. why I like the LR one at least. I think that was my favorite of the the bunch of those so far and I liked, uh, I liked Miyazawa's art a lot in that one. And yeah. 54, I, I do, I, I think I, I see what you mean by like, 54 definitely feels like part two of 53. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think I think the art is good. And I'm hoping that this is going to I'm hoping that this is like it's going to just call that it's going to explode in 55 and 55 is going to like it's going to make this worth it. You know? Here, here's my problem though is that in the first half of this arc like 50 to 52 has sure. been great i yeah. think it, it it excelled in its pacing but like with 50 with 53 you ground to a halt right. so you could re so you could recreate the back half of asm 545 yeah and and it doesn't feel like it's picked up the pace significantly enough that when we get to 55 we'll have enough time to meaningfully I, wrap up the story i do think that there was some deliberate need to kind of bring those parallels because I think it's going to be important. And I think, I, I think, people, I think people, yeah. need, people need that reminder. I think. Right. And I think that that's what this, this is trying to do with the, with the continuation of, of the hints in this issue and especially the LR issue. I think we've now are starting to tie everything together and it's starting to really, really, the ramping, the re-ramping up of the story is going to be bam because we've already established that I think fifty-five or yeah, fifty-five is supposed to be. That's supposed to be. I would. I'm not going to be the normal issue. You know it is, and fifty-six too. I wouldn't be surprised if fifty-six has like fifty-six is yeah. probably going to be the fallout. Yeah, the fallout issue. And I and I should point out that I'm probably being a little harsh on it because, That's but okay. I but I reckon but I recognize like this is something that happened with slots run. A right. lot, and Paul, you'll, you know, I'm, you disagree on this, but slot Probably. was there. S slot's endings were very sloppy because he spent so much time writing up the stakes, and then when it came to mm -hmm. deliver the conclusion, there wasn't enough time to meaningfully wrap them up. I think like, that's fair. I think it's a fair criticism for a number of his stories, but not all of his stories. That's just my opinion. That, well, I, I think that's more of like a just a common problem for slot. Not for every, that. not for yeah. every story. Like it is in his big time era, he was much better about this, mm. but. You can tell, like in Clone Conspiracy, there was Ugh, a meaningful. Just, yeah. there, there was <laughs> like oh, all, all. There was so much buildup to issue like four that when issue five hit, we suddenly had no time to do anything. It just it was just Agreed. so hastily wrapped up, and that's what I'm terrified is going to happen in this book. Right? See, yeah, that's, see this is where the stakes so high with this. 
Yeah. Well, see, and I think where I think your criticism is valid here, Neil, because yes, in a sense to where he's definitely playing off a lot of what he came off for the previous issue. And and I remember thinking kind of longer lines too, when I read it the first time, like, yeah, I just seemed like there was more of the same when I reread it today, but I still liked it. I remember saying, I still liked it. It was just kind of, yeah, I I see that. That's a a fair point. You could have put them together and that could be could have been sent for a lot of issues back for the the hunted arc, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, but again, I still love that stuff and I like most of it. So besides that arcade stuff, but anyway, um, <laughs> though w- with this issue in particular, I'm buying you that Marvel Legend and I'm shipping that to you just to troll you. I will shit on it literally. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Put me like just do a big diarrhea dump right uh, away. Uh, oh, anyway, oh. Uh, well, and I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm being like night, really un- And I know I'm focused heavily on the flaws of these issues yeah. because but like i recognize that they're doing a lot of things that i really like like they're pinting it black and black with the symbolism right. of the, of yeah. the yeah. demons would, would and you up? i didn't know that's awesome i think that's awesome like, yeah and but but i do want to point out like th- this could retroactively hurt the book going forward because like if you if you spend so much time building up and then we have to wrap up in like a single issue and granted this that's issue true. is this coming up this upcoming issue is bigger than the others like it's like thirty six pages, I think, yeah. compared to the usual like twenty eight. Yeah, I just worry that there's not enough time to meaningful. Like oh. I know that issues fi- they had to dedicate three more issues to the fallout, right? But like issue fifty five is going to be like the last, the, the the last last issue, and mm-hmm. I'm worried that we're not yeah. going to have the time we need to you know meaningfully now, so let me, close well, up. So, so, so did, I, 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 I gotta get my thoughts on this. I gotta, I gotta jump in on this because I I want to finish what I was saying about this uh, this book here. I think it's important that for me that Nick spent, he spent a lot of time on what Kindred's power level can be. Right. And the fact that he can revive Spider-Man. You want to, you want to see my power level? Yeah. Right. And the thing is, but here's the thing though. I think you also have to play off the fact that Peter is also bringing up some things of how he feels about Harry as well. The fact that he, he says some pretty harsh stuff to Harry here. I mean, right. Yeah. I did. I did really like that where Peter, like where he's trying to talk Harry down. And like when Harry's clearly not giving up, he like, immediately gets pissed yeah. off and like pulls on his mask and goes what doesn't pull right. on the mask but he goes into like full on yeah you're you're, you're a sad little man with no friends and no land yeah he, and, and, he, does and, the, and, he does a dwight thing from the office where he like where he's trying to be nice to harry and then and then he's like don't be he's like okay you're a sad pathetic little man who has no friends and no land but zach and zach brought up a great point last week is that you know and, and the fact that peter has a temper and i think that's evident here i mean great justifiably so why he's, he's angry smart ass, which you know he yeah he, yeah he digs into harry's like oh you know daddy issues like yeah blah blah, blah. you know i've heard but it before I, and I, and I think that there's a fact we're building off the fact that this that kindred literally maybe not be Harry. The fact that they're, they're hinting at that again. There's a lot of stuff they built off of. Like you said, though, you could have condensed it a little bit and maybe probably put it into an, a little bit more double sized the previous sure. issue. But at the same time, I think what you said, Adam, this is going to be important. I think building off of afterwards because I don't think this is just going to be a all everything's all wrapped up in a nice little ball at the end of this issue. I think kindred's character is here to stay i think he's a one more day villain that was or created because of one more day i think he's gonna stick around and i don't think it's gonna be harry it's gonna be that whole fiend idea from savage dragon where it's gonna have this kind of it's gonna go to different people that maybe hate spider-man and peter parker think of the symbiote right the symbiote hated peter parker and spider-man right so Mm -hmm. now he found eddie brock who hated both you know independently and it clung to him i think this is like 
Symbiote 2.0, but even more significant for people like you guys who hated One More Day. And I don't hate it as much as you do, but I don't love it necessarily. But if we get them back together and we have a, a great new villain like Kindred, I think I think this is great. I think Nick shows Nick Spencer's kind of ability. So wrapping up, and thank you, Zach, for giving me this, this quick minute here. But I do think that this is not going to be wrapped up in a, in a tiny little bow on this next couple issues. I think this is going to have ramifications going forward. But I do think that we're going to get the resolvement of the marriage, and I think it's I think it's coming back. I think it's I think it's back. I think AS, I think ASM sixty will be the kind of definitive bow tying yeah. on last remains because it's kind of right. But but I think yeah. the people I think the people who have like complaints about um like this this taking too long to get here I think there's a certain validity to what they have to say. Sure, I I just think it's worth it with with a character like Harry. I, you have to give it I think a lot more TLC. I, I do think one of the problems that w- inherent to it is that Harry has been absent this entire run. Exactly. Like, the most he's been it was like in the flashbacks to ASM one hundred five and ASM number thirty. Same what I want to say, but oh, keep going. You know. Same with uh, Aunt May. Like she, aside from like the demons impersonating her in fifty three dot LR, she's been she's been absent since I think ASM twenty nine, right? Yeah, and so th- I was gonna I was gonna kind of dovetail off of what you were saying, um, um, Paul. Okay, so here's here's the preview from previews. Last Remains concludes. It ends will make you look at Spider-Man differently. It'll make Peter look at himself differently. If you thought the build-up to Kindred was intense, the fallout from Kindred is even more devastating. Mm. And then you jump over to the very next issue. Last Remains takes its toll. But look at this. It's a four ninety nine book as opposed yep. to... Uh, okay, can I, be, can I be real here? <laughs> How many pages is this? Is it like... Because like I, ASM ASM fifty five is like three ninety nine and it's got more pages, so why so just so we're, we're gonna justify four ninety nine. So I, I honestly think that we're gonna get the the Harry story that we haven't gotten yet. Yeah, I, I honestly think that that's gonna be the backstory. That's gonna be the issue where we get the full story. Why is Norman Osborn and Kingpin working? Well, that, well, that could be. Who knows? That could actually be Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, oh, I thought you meant Kingpin was hairy. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Harry gained weight and he lost his hair. Yeah. You know, no, but what I what I want the solicitation say, uh, says you'll never look at Norman or Harry Osborne the same. Well, again. Okay, wait, 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 wait. This let me uh, let me throw this out. This is kind of my uh, theory, which I think is it's probably going to be wrong, but he, I'm kind of especially with this. You know, the the wheels in my head are spinning. The little hamster is going off. Um, I'm I'm kind of thinking if. Last Remains is going to be the end of Kindred, but it's going to be like the rebirth of Harry as a villain. So we're not going to have Kindred anymore, but we're going to have Harry doing like what he did in Demetrius's spectacular run and what Norman like cons- was doing. like constantly lingering as a threat towards yeah. Peter, but not doing anything. And like and like how Norman was a, a threat too in in Demetrius's you know '90s later '90s second spec run. Hey. Um, I'm wondering if we're going to have that like going forward. You know, that's going to be a topic for a future show. So, so <laughs> I, I, I think I'm being a little over exaggerated, but I, but I do think the 499 price tag is a little aggravating because we just right. had a, they like, just had the ten dollar number 49, and then the yeah. five, the six dollar. Uh, Three months later, we got to pay. You know, yeah. four ninety nine for. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and also, how much you want to bet it's not going to be just Bagley? There's going to be a bunch of fill-in artists. 
Oh, I hope not. Uh, listen, I, I want... If anybody can do a double-sized issue himself, it's back. It's back. <laughs> I know, but like... I, I mean... He, yeah. he, He's got three issues coming out that month, though. He's got exactly, ASM 50, 57 and 58, and then he's doing 59 and number 60. So <laughs> give the man a break. I know he's like Marvel's right. signature workhorse, but please. Um, like, remember when Ryan Stegman broke his fingers and then Uncanny Avengers looked like hot garbage for the first uh, five months? <laughs> Does no one else remember this? I, no. I, 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 read, I, I didn't read Uncanny Avengers after Cassidy left. I, I just remember the uh, I remember the complaints. People were like, "What happened to Stegman's art?" And then he later explained that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he screwed up his hand because they were overworking him. I assume. So, um, yeah, honestly, we wanted to like fifty. I mean, here's fifty-seven solicitation. Continues to pick up the pieces and try to put his life together, but many of the gathering storms are swirling more and more violently. We want to tell you more, but it would spoil so much of last remains. Real quick, I. I is it wrong of me to think of Sins Rising and Last Remains as like just the same arc but with different yes. titles? No, it's not you're not wrong. I think you're exactly on and the And that's money that's part that. of one of my problems is that this arc has just gone on for so long. If we right. include the book if we include the bookends. Yeah. But I like see, I like this because we've gotten we, we've gotten a lot of developing, I think, in my opinion, of Aunt May, where she's going in in Tom Taylor's uh now canceled series, and then we've gotten a lot of stuff with Nick Spencer developing Aunt, or Mary Jane in his in her own series and, and during this series. So I feel that there's a lot already established that I don't need to know what's going on with Aunt May because I want to know about Spider-Man. I think he's been developing this. Now, cool... granted, I, now granted, I realize I might be being a bit cruel because of mm-hmm. like how judgmental I'm being before the books have even come out. But right. like it, it might just be like, you know, let's do something different. We've we've been doing the, yeah. we've been doing the kindred shuffle for close yeah. to Hang on, how long has it been since these issues two, were solicited? Two years. Oh well, not not, uh, not like this. The Sins Rising arc because the Prelude was solicited. Uh, in March, was solicited in March. In several months. Yeah, it's it's it, it, with the pandemic. It. I mean, this was supposed to be this big summer story. I think we're, we're all kind of. Her. I think we're all kind of impatient in a, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But we're all kind of like we're on the we're sort of. You know, we've been we, we've been waiting for we yeah. with the addition of those past with those two or three months we didn't have any books coming out right. yeah yeah it, it adds to that mountain it, pressure it, it, it yeah. felt like year one was building towards hunted you right. know and we get yeah. to hunted and it and it you know has the climax of ending the year one this was supposed to be the big blowout for year two we're supposed to be getting into year three now of would have been getting into year three right now of spencer's run so now it's kind of one of those situations where we're kind of like okay where can we where can we move forward with this so i think it's going to be very interesting our next episode likely it's not confirmed but we're uh, likely will come out the day that 55 or 56 comes out because 56 comes out uh, the first week of january i'm hoping to be back uh covering spider stuff we're going to take a couple weeks off. Um, I am going to be out of town. going to be seeing my daughter. and doing that. visiting me. Oh, I, I, will, I will see the guy. That guy <laughs> yeah, there. diagonal man. <laughs> diagonal man. I'll see that guy. Uh, that guy. I'll also be getting some, some, some of the swag to uh, certain people, and we'll be mailing that out. If not, I'm, I'm kind of waiting until after the holidays because I don't want things to get lost in the mail. 
because shipping is going to be a nightmare. Shipping is just, I just don't want things to get lost in the mail. So for those that have won stuff, uh, your stuff is safe right now. I've got all the stuff from Greg. Um, so I, everything's safe. Everything's good. Uh, in the case of like hobby, I'm going to be able to hand deliver that. So uh, <laughs> I'll do a singing telegram or something like that for that. But uh, we, we, listen, this year has been really an exceptional year. I, I do want to kind of do kind of start wrapping things up for the episode and kind of just reflect. Uh, in the past year, we have produced more content in the seven months that we've really been doing this overall push. And that was with the website getting completely destroyed. <laughs> um, we have produced more content this year than any other year between episodes of this show episodes of make my mayday we've launched two shows we've continued on with spectacular radio which will be ending next month next year the first month of next year uh <clears throat> we have one episode left to record of that we have one episode left to record of clone saga chronicles um we will be doing our great debates me and paul will be uh having our great slot debates Next year, uh, Forgotten Era will be launched next year. Uh, it will be likely a monthly show. Um, and we'll be not quite doing weekly on this on this show, but probably something uh, to fill in the gaps, like what we were talking about. We'll, talk, we'll review Abrams Man. We'll talk about Abrams Man quite a bit on an episode. We'll do our, our you know Lincoln-Douglas-style slot debates. Um, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to next year and what we've built this year, I think is great. Um, and one of those ways that we we're still looking for help to help the website so we can continue to make some of some of this great content, uh, in the last this month alone, we've released new episodes of ASM classics had the Pat Olaf interview. If you haven't watched that one, I really, really highly encourage you to do so. Check it out. Um, the audio version will be available tomorrow. Uh, I can confirm that. So if you haven't listened to that uh, or seen the video, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash network. Uh, of course, the, uh, the way you can help us, one of the biggest ways, and we've launched this also this year, is our Patreon, patreon.com slash network. That is our um, Patreon right now. We got one patron, and I want to thank Vinkman uh, for, for being our first Vinkman! patron. Neil, your chair is creaking later, guys. I have a merry, marvelous Christmas. Oh, man. Uh, I was just mentioning you, Vinkman, and you were, you're were you gone. <laughs> I'm sorry my chair is creaking. It's a, it's a container store chair. Mm. Buddy. WD-40 is your friend. Just saying. <laughs> it, it, it does take care of squeaks. Um, uh, Vinkman thoroughly enjoyed the DC versus Marvel episode of CSC. That was a lot of fun. Uh, if you if you go to the website, speaking of, we'll just uh, I'll, I'll open the, the window. And if you go to the website and you go to the... Uh, Norton safe search. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I have Norton. I, I'm one of those. We're just gonna shame Zach all Get night. Malware he... bites, you fool. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I got it because they, they combined with LifeLock, and I'm a big fan of LifeLock. But mm. 
CSC episode 75, DC versus Marvel. It's a crossover episode with myself, Michael Bailey uh, from Views from the Long Box. Um, Shag Matthews. Yay, Shag. Shag and, Shag and Bailey and Josh and I are, are there, but he also sent me a link to these trading cards, and these are the trading cards from the 90s. Nice. So I picked out some of the most uh, pertinent ones from the crossover with Spidey. And, but do uh, you own the Amalgam trading cards like boom. I do? I don't own the Amalgams. I don't own the Amalgams, but I w- I've already told them that um, whenever we do Forgotten Era, I'm going to have to do an all-access, unlimited access episode. Or how about and, an amalgam episode where you talk about all those books, man? I, I probably will do an amalgam episode. We kind of talked. We kind of talked a little bit about Spider Boy. Um, love Spider Boy. Uh, so Straight we did talk about that. Spider-Boy. So we we'll, we did talk about it in this episode because um, obviously there's there's a um, connection with Ben Riley and it's very much a time capsule. It's a great episode. It's a lot of fun. It, you know, if you if you know the Bailey Shag dynamic, it's just it's like. It's like fit in like a glove. These guys are awesome. Uh, we've had a lot of traction on Twitter because of this episode, so I'm really thankful. Uh, if you want to see also the alternate cover that I made for it, uh, there's the alternate cover that I created for the issue uh, three of uh, DC versus Marvel. Yep, yeah, using the DC versus Marvel cover. Um, so I've had a lot of fun. Uh, I've now also created all the covers for the, for the rest of ASM Classics's run. So uh, we will be producing those. Those are going to be coming out. So it looks like uh, if everything holds, we're not going to have anything starting Monday. We're going to take start our break on Monday. We'll be back, uh, not the following Monday, because that following Monday is Zach's birthday. So the only thing that you'll see on that is probably a happy birthday to me or something. I don't know. That's my birthday, the 28th. Uh, so starting the 4th, we'll be back with a new e- episode of spectacular radio so we'll have that uh coming out week uh uh, yeah i think weekly for a couple more weeks uh we've got about five episodes that are already in the can edited and ready to go if you're having trouble like uh craig feinbaum uh was today i did resolve the some of the uh, audio issues for some reason uh, mp3 skype recorder wanted to be wonky and so hopefully the audio uh problems are addressed obviously um Greg's still using Greg Wiseman still using a phone to call in, <laughs> so the quality of his audio is not always the best. Isn't it? Uh, uh, well, also, uh, I, I I can confirm the, uh, the that Vic Cook also uses a phone, so um, so Vic Cook's gonna be on um, the the episode with Nicole Dubuque's really interesting because she she kind of started off as a fan and then kind of got to work her way in and then got to work with Greg. Uh, she was one of the gar- she was amongst she was a Gargoyles fan and was part of those gargoyles conventions and stuff like that. Uh, more action figure stuff. We'll have a, I, I'm trying to compile a big action figure episode, probably covering all of the 2020 Marvel legends, Spider-Man stuff that has come out. Uh, and we'll preview obviously the new stuff that's coming out uh, later, later this year. Um, there's still a few figures I don't have my hands on yet. Um, notably the Kingpin figure re-release and the J, J- Jonah Jameson figure re-release so once i get that then then i'll be talking more about those marvel legends uh we'll talk a lot about that stuff uh and i've got some special guests that i'm trying to line up for that so we got some some a whole lot of stuff coming on so how can you help besides this the patreon share the patreon page if you if you would share the patreon page to your friends say hey this these guys produce a lot of content we really like it 
Marvelous Women is still happening. Uh, we'll have, hopefully, that'll be the first quarter of next year as well. Uh, and there's a big announcement. In fact, also, also I promise my show will still happen maybe one day. Yeah. Uh, so Neil's is going to be happening. Uh, I'm also, um, uh, I want to make an announcement. Uh oh. Actually, no, I'm going to wait on the announcement because I want, uh -oh. I want, I want <laughs> good, well, the more I thought about it, I'm, I'm, uh, ASM Classics, something's going to be happening, happening with ASM Classics. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. So stay tuned for more news on ASM Classics. Um, I'm really excited for that and, uh, how that's gonna, how that's gonna happen. So super excited for that. Uh, big thank you to our friends at simple at Jimmy at simplejimbo.com. Uh, thank you for all your help and all your work. If you haven't used, haven't checked him out already. If you have a business and you have some needs, he is the go-to guy. He has been awesome. His customer service has been excellent. And he's a great guy. So thank you so very much. I get, Vinkman is, is is our is our first patron. Thank you so much for being our first patron. You uh, you are forever good people. You're, you're, not only are you on most live streams, but you'll always be mentioned on every single uh, uh, podcast moving forward. So uh, <laughs> we we kind of did a soft launch of the Patreon. We'll start pushing it more. Uh, we'll have some great things uh, for Vinkman. Your shirt is being worked on. We will get your shirt done. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that made a custom J Jonah Jameson. A lot of them used, uh, uh, Odysseus claw from the black, uh, black Panther wave because he had the, the, like the, the necktie and they just basically got, you know, took off his, his forearm cause he has a mechanical forearm and then did a head swap with the, uh, chameleon, um, J Jonah Jameson head and called it good so there's a including greg uh greg bashansky he did that for his and then they, <laughs> they announced it uh so there is a few differences um i i, I like i like what what uh hasbro has been doing with these with, with these retro waves though uh i am a huge fan uh, so uh, anyway guys any final thoughts for 2020 um I was somewhat mean, but I stand by my criticisms, but I think we've got a potential to end the year with a really good bang. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, good Lord. <laughs> I know, uh, I know I mean, but I mean, well, well, I, I want to say, uh, I'm, I'm really thankful this year has been, uh, a year. If I, you guys all had an hour, I could tell you the, I've had probably the most insane year that anyone's ever probably had in existence as far as this year goes. And it's, it's both up and very down, but uh, one of the bright spots is definitely being able to do a Spider-Man podcast with you guys. And I've been yep. really great, honestly, super grateful. Appreciate everyone. Uh, love podcasting with you guys, even you, Neil, just kidding. You know, I love you. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I'm in all seriousness. I really appreciate uh, Neil and, and, and all, all you do too, man. Like I love, Cause here's the thing. I love the, I love when people have different opinions and I love debating and I love discussing. And, uh, I really appreciate, um, just being able to talk Spider-Man and, and with a bunch of people who are, are passionate about Spider-Man. Cause you know, it feels like, I, I feel like there's just a lot of, um, there's not a lot of, a lot of us out there as far, as far as who want to just talk and have open conversation. And, uh, I really appreciate that. We don't always have to agree. Obviously a lot of us don't. And, 
But at the, at the same time, I, th I think the one thing, the common thing is we all love the character. And I think that that's the most important thing. And whether we love different aspects of the character, uh, that's what makes the show so much fun to do. And I really appreciate Zach for you know letting me on the show. Thank you, Zach. And uh, I think I admire the fact that you're, you're working really hard to produce the best Spider-Man podcast you can and, and the website you can. And I think you're doing an awesome job and I think it's, you know, you're just going to get, keep getting better and better and it's going to, our show's going to get better. We're all going to get, you know, get to know each other more. And I'm thankful for God, gotten to know you, Neil and Adam and, and everyone on the shows. And I don't mean you know, all mushy here, but it's got to be honest. So I've been really grateful for all you guys. So thank you for having me on. Yeah, I can say, look, uh, this has been probably the biggest year of ups and downs for me uh, in a long time. I, I, you know, leaving crawl space was not an easy decision for me. But ultimately, I, I know it was a good decision because I got to I got to spend more time doing stuff like this and being able to produce great content. I'll always be proud of the stuff I did on Crawl Space, um, but I'm also really proud of the stuff that we've done here and how we've grown. And I've taken the lessons that I learned from Crawl Space, good and bad, um, and tried to make you know try to take the, the those lessons and and try to be better as a podcaster and, and a producer. Um, I can tell you, uh, for, for those that listen to make my mayday, I still got, I still got work to do as a podcaster. I know that. And, and, uh, I'll make sure Kelly talks more in 2021. Um, <laughs> but, uh, also I, you know, I'm really, I'm just really thankful. Um, you know, we've had some ups and downs and things like that, and I won't get into all the behind the scenes stuff, but, um, you know, for, for as bad as 2020 has been. I am super thankful for Paul. Paul was one of the first people to reach out when I left Crawl Space and, and thank you because I was pretty down in the dumps when I made that announcement. And, uh, um, you know, love those guys over there. They're, they'll always have a special place in my heart uh, because, you know, they that was, that was my home away from home for a long time. Um, but, you know, I'm so grateful for Adam. I'm so grateful for, for Neil. You guys have been... You know, you and the three of you guys have been really, you know, just carrying the torch with this show. Uh, <laughs> I cannot, I, I got to interview Pat Olive this year. Uh, I got to talk to the guys that created Spider, that, that created the Save Spider Girl campaign and reconnect with all those guys. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, just stay tuned because we got more, so much more stuff to come. 2021 is going to be so awesome. For sure, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, the plans that we've got are are going to be great. Um, Neil's show is going to take off. Uh, we'll have maybe we'll have, maybe tomorrow even because I don't have anything I'm doing tomorrow. So well, there you go. So uh, so Neil, you want to talk about the show for right quick? Yeah. So I stream on Twitch. Um, you can follow. I'll, I'll I don't know where to put my link, but I'll send it to Zach and he can put it on. Yeah, send, just PM it to me in the private chat and I'll, I'll put it on there. But um, right now I'm starting a show called the Bogan Rider Variety Hour. And it basically is where I take all my polls from either my shop or what I get on Comixology. And um, yeah, I just talk about the, my polls of the week. It doesn't, it's not specifically Spider-Man, but we talk about just whatever I feel like talking about. And I think that's what makes us somewhat unique in its execution. Um, I also play Dungeons and Dragons on there. So if you're into Dungeons and Dragons, uh, go follow that. Yeah, and hopefully, and hopefully, I'm I'm planning on starting on because I just finished building my new desktop that can actually handle high performance games. Oh, yeah. So 
once I get my new monitor, I'll be streaming Destiny 2 and so, Halo. Go to twitch.tv slash quillsniv. That's twitch.tv slash quillsniv. You can also follow him on Twitter. Same same handle on Twitter is quillsniv, at quillsniv on Twitter. Also, twitch.tv slash Network is also where we're going to be on Twitch. We're going to be some, doing some much more stuff on Twitch this year. Uh, I'll, be I'll, probably, I'll be helping Zach behind the scenes, getting everything ready for that. So Yeah, we're, we're going to probably be switching softwares uh, um, away from StreamYard and, and into using a different streaming uh, method. And so hopefully it'll give me a little bit more flexibility. Not that I don't love StreamYard, uh, but it, it it's just one less thing to... to um, Sometimes you have to sacrifice uh, simplicity for freedom of choice. Yes, and uh, I, I want I want more flexibility. Of course, keep going to spidey-dude.com. Uh, we keep getting a lot of unique visitors, and I'm so thankful for that. And uh, be sure to check us out there. Uh, if you see more ads this year, it's going to be because we're trying to generate ad revenue to help pay for the site. Um, any and all donations, you can also go to paypal.me slash network is the uh, PayPal account. Uh, Facebook and Instagram will continue to our social media presence there. Um, and any and all dollars that we're going to be raising are going to be going either into the website to improve equipment and stuff like that, add new equipment, um, and continue to get better. Uh, I, I envision by the by the end of next year we're going to be in in a completely different place because we're in a complete we were in a completely different place this year. So the one thing that you'll uh, about this channel and this network and this and these shows is that we're going to be constantly trying to evolve and uh, can't wait for it. Can't wait to, for you guys to see it and can't wait to move forward. And I'm so so excited. So thank you all, Adam. You got the last word, and then we'll get <laughs> out of here. Oh, no. Um, yeah, everyone has such nice things to say. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm happy to talk Spidey with you guys. I'm happy to know you guys. I'm here for moral support, mostly. Um, and, yeah, uh, keep reading uh, Keep reading Spider-Man. I think, I think this year is going to go out with a bang, and I think uh, next year is going to just be a wild year for the character uh, with a lot of... Twists and turns that I think are going to, uh, um, I don't know, I don't know what to say about uh, that. They're going to uh, surprise us and hopefully, uh, you know, renew our love for the character, and uh, yeah, make that even stronger. So yeah, happy to be here and onward and upward for 2021. Sounds good, guys. We will see you guys later, and we will talk to you guys later. Uh, once again, if you want to be a part of the program. Of course, you can always leave us a voicemail, 818-925-6631. That's 818-925-6631. You can also leave us an email, uh, Network at gmail.com. Uh, we will read all those fun things. So with that, we will talk to you guys later, and we'll see you next time here on the Spidey Dude Experience. Part of Spidey Dude. And that wraps up this episode of Spidey Experience. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our social medias at Spidey Radio on Twitter, at Spidey Network on Instagram and Facebook and Twitch, and pretty much everywhere else you can find Spidey Radio Network. You'll find it there. Be sure to give us some feedback of this audio version of the podcast by leaving us a review or a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify or, excuse me, Apple Podcasts. No, it's no longer iTunes. That's how long I've been doing this. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and we'll be definitely coming soon to Amazon Music Podcasts as well. Uh, we'll be also trying to expand to places like Stitcher and other places. So 
If it's your favorite podcatcher, be sure to find this particular podcast and give us some five stars or, you know, or less. Leave us some feedback. Also, leave us an email at at, excuse me, not clones.com. Spidey Radio Network at gmail.com. 818-925-6631 if you want to leave a voicemail. And thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Spidey Radio Network.